This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the top roast podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, September the 5th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you all the late-breaking news in the world of professional wrestling, whether that's AEW, WWE, and so many more. We make sure that you are on top of all the news that's happening in the ring and behind the curtain as well. It's a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting off on e-wrestling news, Ryan Clark 
Clark is writing in at this hour, there's a big update on the backstage fight between CM Punk and the Young Bucks. Now, as many of you are familiar with, the media scrum followed All Out's pay-per-view. Now, some comments made by CM Punk led to an altercation with some of those in the locker room following his comments. Now, we have more details on the backstage altercation that took place between CM Punk, Ace Steel, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks following CM Punk's leaving of the media scrum. Now, during the media scrum, AEW World Champion went off on the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. While he never mentioned them by name, he referred to them as the EVPs of the company, which obviously includes the Bucks and Omega. According to multiple sources, CM Punk walked out of the media scrum where an irate Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were waiting for him. CM allegedly started things and started swinging fists at Matt Jackson. Now, CM Punk's trainer and friend and AEW producer Ace Steel then got involved. One source said that he threw a chair and hit Nick in the face, causing a black eye. Additionally, it was not stated or noted, but there is some belief that Steel bit Omega and grabbed his hair. Now, many things right now cannot be 100% confirmed, but there's a lot of news outlets that are reporting that these things are happening. CM Punk, The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and AEW have not commented publicly on the alleged incident. Now, one source said it's due to potential legal issues. Now, for those who did not hear CM Punk's comments during the media scrum, you definitely should hear those because it is definitely worth hearing. For more information on all of this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on this altercation that took place after All Outs Media. Go ahead and check them out on e-wrestling news. Daniel Garcia is making news at this hour. Daniel Garcia discusses the difference between pro wrestling and sports entertainment. Now, many of us know the ongoing storyline that's happening right now with Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, and Daniel Garcia. Now, during a recent interview with Bleacher Report, AEW wrestler Daniel Garcia commented on the differences between sports entertainment and pro wrestling. His competitive nature his comparison and the values of both. This is what he said as far as the distinctions between the two. I do think that pro wrestling and sports entertainment are different things. I know you heard people say it all over on different podcasts. You've heard AAA say it on Logan Paul's podcast that there's a difference between a sports entertainer and a pro wrestler. And I think I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a difference because there is. Now on his comparative of both of them, sports entertainment, people think it's more of a consumable and it's more acceptable to a wider audience, but that's not true. Pro wrestling can garner just as much emotion and just as much storytelling as sports entertainment can, if not more. Now, on learning things from Chris Jericho, this is what Garcia had to say. The biggest thing I've learned from him was how to portray a story and how to portray emotion without necessarily having to state it abruptly or so broadly to an audience. I think he's a master at telling a story through his body language and pushing to certain narratives forward without really having to be so straightforward. If you'd like to find out more about what Daniel Garcia had to say about the competition between sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling, continue following following E-Wrestling News and Ryan Clark. Swerve and Our Glory were victorious over the Acclaimed at All Out, but now Swerve and Our Glory discusses a potential rematch with the Acclaimed. During the AEW All Out press show media coverage, AEW Tag Team Champions Swerve and Our Glory won over the Acclaimed, and they were hinting around about a possible rematch. Now, Keith Lee on why social media is beneath him and he doesn't pay attention to it. Lee would go on to say, and I quote, It's very rare that I read it. He said, Literally, Strickland will literally have to give me reports and tell me what is being said online because I just don't give a damn. Just because we're in the ring and we make someone else look good, we're good at that. We're very good at that. We tell really good stories and we make things happen. We pull different things out of everyone. Now I challenge you, if this happens, you know what? Who can put on a better match than we can? We're out there and we accept the challenge, but this time, the Acclaimed has to show us something. Now Swerve Strickland on a potential rematch with the Acclaimed. 
The reality is this, they did step up tonight, and I'm not going to flash the suit. There are times where beautiful magic is made. With more information on the potential rematch that might happen between these two tag teams, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on this impending match will be following. David Esposito is writing in at this hour, Tony Khan on the chances of Sammy Guevara and an Eddie Kingston match actually finally happening. Now, on a recent media call, AEW President Tony Khan spoke about the possibility of a match between Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston. Tensions between the two were at a focal point in recent news. Now, the report circulating that the two men were able to reach a sort of solution on August 31st edition of Dynamite. Khan didn't seem particularly hopeful that things had cooled down enough to make the match happen. Now, this is what Khan had to say. I'm not sure. I think it would be a great match at one point. The challenge is out there, but I'm still just not sure. It's something that obviously the two guys are now have gotten along, and sometimes this lends things to working out pretty well in pro wrestling. To see people settle their differences in the ring, I think that's what people like to see. I could clearly be up to it if it's something that they both wanted to do and sign the contract and get in the ring with one another. But in this case, you know, three to tango, and I'm right there as well. But I'm only one of the three. If you'd like to find out more about a potential match happening between Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara, which was heavily teased in AEW in the recent months, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Charles Parker is writing in at this hour. Kevin Nash critiques AEW's booking of CM Punk versus John Moxley as it relates most recently to what happened on Dynamite. During the latest edition of WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash's podcast, The Click, Nash critiqued AEW's booking of CM Punk versus John Moxley. Nash opined that AEW is booking for the smarts, noting that Moxley defeated Punk on AEW Dynamite to win and reunify the world title just in over three minutes. This is what Nash had to say. They, meaning AEW, roped me in with this John Moxley versus CM Punk. They were doing this. They knew what they were doing, which I hate this because they're booking for the smarts, and if you're smart, then you already know. There's no way CM Punk would kick out with a foot that was injured just to re-injure himself again, and then get the match cut short again. But on last night's AEW's All Out 2022 pay-per-view, CM Punk was able to defeat Jon Moxley in the main event to recapture the AEW World Championship. The event was held at the Now Arena in Chicago, Illinois, and was live on pay-per-view. If you'd like to order the replay of it, you can order it still on pay-per-view. With more information on this, continue following the Click Podcast and eWrestling News as more information will be coming forward. David Esposito is also talking about CM Punk's injury that is still allegedly lingering. CM Punk explains his foot injury injury that did put him on the shelf for several months this summer. AEW is always in the news, and their post-media scrum had all of the salacious headlines of a big pay-per-view. After winning the AEW World Championship at Double or Nothing, Punk had to vacate the title due to an injury he sustained. Now, this is what he had to say. I did that stage dive. What an idiot. I must have hit my foot on the top of the guardrail, but I didn't feel it. And you would think that would hurt, but people caught me, and then they put me back down. I waited for FTR, and I just couldn't feel anything. Something didn't feel right. I thought I just whacked it, but then I wrestled on it, and, well, I blew a springboard off the top rope with a double axe, and that's all it did. And then it was done. I fractured my foot, and I pulverized the bone. Surgery was supposed to be an hour, but it wound up being four and a half hours. I got three plates and 16 screws in my foot, and I essentially have a new foot. It's 100%, but it's a new 100%. Every day I rehab. This is the worst injury I've ever had, and it was in the bedroom for two weeks. I was literally just laying there. I wanted to go out. I wanted to have a great summer. I wanted to do good for Tony. I wanted to sell tickets and draw money and ratings. 
but it just didn't happen. If you'd like to read more about what CM Punk had to say about the summer that wasn't his, continue following you wrestling news and more information is forthcoming. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho believes that MJF will be one of AEW's top baby faces and that is probably going to happen sooner than later. Chris Jericho believes MJF will be a top baby face in AEW very soon. During the post-AEW media scrum, Jericho gave his thoughts on MJF's return at the All Out pay-per-view and the conversation just before he returned. This is what was said. I loved it. I knew he was here, but I was not expecting what I saw. I worked with MJF for a year and I know how creative he is and how good he is, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Now, what did surprise me was for the most of it, he got sympathy for the whole devil with the Rolling Stones song. I'm like, okay, well, there's some money there for sure. I know that he asked for Van Halen at one point, but they wanted over a million dollars or some ridiculous amount, and then ACDC wouldn't even call us back. So the Rolling Stones are much cooler, and eventually we found out they were cheaper. It doesn't surprise me at all, even though I was pleasantly surprised on how it all worked out. Now on his conversation with MJF before he returned to AEW, I'm a big fan of MJF, I really am. I said to him, when you come back, you're going to be a babyface. He's like, I don't want to be a babyface. I don't want to be a babyface. I was like, hey man, it's going to happen. He's like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I said, I'm sure The Rock said the same thing or Steve Austin said the same thing. You can do a babyface comeback. Listen, I'll teach you. It's easy. It's easier to make them hate you than it is to make them like you. But once they start hating you, really, really hating you, then it's really easy to get them to start liking you. It's just like that. And that's going to be my prediction. I think he'll be one of the top babyfaces whether he wants to be it or not. And it will be very soon and it will be a game changer in my opinion. For more information on Chris Jericho's thoughts on MJF and what the future holds for him now that he won the casino ladder match continue following your wrestling news and more information will be coming forward ryan clark's also writing in at this hour tony khan comments is on his decisions to bring mjf back at all out but what was his reasonings at sunday night's aew's all out pay-per-view mjf made his return to the company during the post all out media scrum conference aew president tony khan commented on his decision to bring the salt of the earth back into the fold now the last time we saw mjf was an episode of dynamite following double or nothing's pay-per-view event where he cut a scathing promo on Tony Khan telling him to fire him. Now, this is what Tony Khan had to say. I'm the one who asked him to come back because MJF's is a big star in this company and this is one of the biggest events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here and I thought it was right for the fans. It's about the fans. I thought about what would be best to do for the company and what was best to do would be bring MJF back. If you'd like to find out more about what Tony Khan had to say about bringing MJF back, go ahead and check out the media scrum that is posted on YouTube, and you can check out all the highlights there. Also making news at this hour, Bobby Fish, the former NXT star and AEW star, has booked his first AEW post appearances. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this point. Bobby Fish has gone ahead and finished up with AEW as of August the 31st. Now, Fish will wrestle at Kevin Blackwood on September the 24th at Black Label Pro. Pro, which will be happening in Crown Point, Indiana. Now, Black Pit Label Pro just went ahead and made the big announcement that Bobby Fish will be taking on Kevin Blackwood in the big event. Now, after being let go by WWE in 2021, Fish joined All Elite Wrestling where he challenged Sammy Guevara for the AEW TNT Championship, but he was unsuccessful. He was rejoined by his former Undisputed Era members. However, due to injuries, they have been sidelined and Fish's contract was not renewed after many believe that he would be brought back. With more information on all this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will have more information on the news following Bobby 
Goldfish. Once again, let's get back to our main headline right now. CM Punk reportedly threw punches during a backstage altercation with the Young Bucks following AEW's All Out. Now, as we previously talked about, CM Punk ripped his former friend, Colt Cabana. He also ripped into Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks and MJF at Sunday's post-AEW All Out media scrum. Punk had a backstage confrontation with Nick and Matt Jackson after the scrum. Now, boxing MMA pro wrestling reporter Steve Nelsonhausen reports that punches were thrown by Punk and at least one of those at the Young Bucks. It was all happening as Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee were taking questions for the media scrum as this was being reported. Sources say there was an altercation between CM Punk and the Young Bucks. Early on Monday, the Bucks confronted Punk about his comments at the media scrum. It did get physical with Punk throwing punches at at least one member of the Young Bucks. Uh, also, another person interve intervened to try to stop this from happening. There's also reports that are happening right now that Kenny Omega also was involved in the situation because they were all unhappy with the comments that Punk was making at the press conference. For more information, continue to follow E-Wrestling News and more information about all of this will be coming out. Thomas Lawson's writing in about All Out as well. There were several matches that were cut short at the 2022 All Out pay-per-view, but the reasons why, we're here to find out. Several matches had to be cut short due to AEW's pay-per-view time constraints, including the Zero One pre-show. All Out had a total of 15 matches. It was headlined by CM Punk dethroning John Moxley to become the two-time AEW World Champion. Sean Rossap from Fight reports that AEW TBS Championship match between Jade Cargill and Athena was also cut short, and the Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs match was cut short as well. Now, specifically, it was the Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks match and Jade Cargill were both cut short. Obviously, it had to do with time. For more information, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will have more on the fallout of AEW's all-out that just happened in Chicago. Joshua Jones is also writing in this hour. The newly crowned interim AEW Women's Champion Tony Storm addresses Thunder Rosa's issue with being injured. At last night's AEW all-out post-media scrum, Tony Storm is the new interim AEW Women's Champion after winning the Fatal 4-Way. Now, during the post-show media scrum, Storm addressed Thunder Rosa's injury and the women's division in general. Now, here are some of the headlines of what she had to say on being champion and having the title as interim. It's not ideal, but Thunder Rosa says she's injured. Okay, when she says she's not injured, she can come back and lose to me, and that will be the end of that. Now, there are reports out there that Thunder Rosa may not, in fact, be injured. However, just taking some time away under the cloak of an injury. Now, that has not been confirmed by either AEW or anyone else at this time, but continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will find out the truth behind what is happening with Thunder Rosa. Also, a fallout from AEW's All Out Media Scrum, Tony Khan gives an update if there's an ROH TV deal in the works. Now, after AEW president Tony Khan purchased Ring of Honor, many wondered, would the show have a television outlet to be reached? Now, this is what Tony had to say on the Media Scrum. I don't have anything to announce. It's something we're still working on actively, and we're excited, and we are excited that we could have it somewhere soon. It might be live, but I don't know yet. With more information on this, continue following Year Wrestling News and more information on all the updates of what may happen with Ring of Honor will be coming shortly. There is news that Malachi Black may be done with AEW Wrestling. After last night's match, it was not caught on camera, but Malachi Black embraced his House of Black members, walked up 
the ramp, took in the crowd, blew them a kiss, and looked to say goodbye. Now, many within AEW know that Malachi Black has been dealing with some personal issues. It's also been known well on social media. Now, Malachi Black has been only one year into a five-year deal with AEW, but many believe that this was his swan song with the company. For more information on all things Malachi Black, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will give you more information. Once again, the top headlines right now today, it looks like there is going to be more fallout from the media scrum conference between MJF, CM Punk, the EVPs, Adam Hangman Page, as tensions continue to grow inside AEW. Many people believe that it could be a giant work. Many others believe it is absolutely real and that there is growing tensions inside the locker room. Many people believe that CM Punk is the catalyst of this. Now, CM Punk did address and the media conference call that he thinks that he didn't do anything so far since he's been here in AEW. In fact, he said it was Adam Hangman Page that started all of this. For more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News and continue following us on this podcast as we will give you all the latest inside information on everything that's happening behind the curtain. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland and that is going to do it for your all-out AEW post. I'll catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW.